Hello! Welcome back. This is episode 10 of From Inside My Car with me, your host, Alyssa Gomez. Yeah! Okay, sorry if you were wearing headphones. Maybe that wasn't even loud. I don't know. But um, we're here. We're at episode 10. And you saw the title. This is about movies. And I love movies. We'll get into that in a bit. First of all, I'm sure that if I would have kept to my schedule... This would be number, wait, I, <laughs> I don't know, uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, twelve? I think, I might be wrong, but if I kept on my schedule, this might have been episode twelve, but it's okay. We've hit our first milestone, this is episode ten. Yay, Okay. <laughs> First of all, yes, how are you? Yeah? Have you eaten today? Is it morning? Is it night? I don't know. But um, you should get something to eat right now. You should make yourself something and then come back and listen to it. Or do it while you listen to it. Because I, I hope it's a yummy little meal. Yes. Kumbaya. Last week was... <laughs> my last week of school and this week i'm graduating this is my update for you guys and on a wednesday <laughs> ew, on a wednesday it was my last english class and we have had a substitute for like the past three weeks or like the past month and at the very like i took my final on monday and on wednesday i went to class and the guy was like okay well if you guys take the final on Monday, then you guys could go. But if not, you have until this time, blah, blah, blah. And I unmuted and I said, okay, thank you. Have a good day because I always do. And this time the guy said, for sure, congrats on graduating. And I hung up and I started to cry because that is disgusting. And then I texted my buddy because we have the same English class. I'm like, did you hear that? like yeah I'm like that's gross and he's like you should be proud we're done and I was like no that's literally horrific then on Thursday no 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 yes for my choir we were talking <laughs> and then I was started to say a few words because it was pretty much my last class there and I almost started to cry but I didn't I don't remember if I cried after I'm pretty sure I didn't I know I cried after my English class because it was weird that he congratulated me on graduating. That, that's, bleh. like, it just doesn't feel real. <laughs> and then on Friday, I had a math class, and I went on. And every Friday, one of the students, he always tells the teacher, Okay, thank you, Mr. Blah Blah. I hope you have a wonderful, fantastic, amazing weekend. And the teacher's always like, that's a lot of pressure for me to have a good weekend, but I mean, I'll try. And that happens, like, every single Friday. And this time, <laughs> the teacher was like, okay, well, this is it. Juniors, I'll see you next week. For the seniors, you know, just thank you. This was this was a cool, this was a funky semester, blah, blah, blah. And I thank you and blah, blah, blah. And then he said, I hope to see you guys someday down the road. I was already breaking at that point. And then that one student that always tells him to have a good weekend he just had a talk, didn't he? And he said, Okay, Mr. Blah Blah, I hope for the very last time, 
that you have an amazing, fantastic, wonderful, amazing weekend. And the teacher's like, oh, but I hung up right after that because I was about to lose it. Why did he have to say that? That made me so sad. And I cried. And on Wednesday, I think on Thursday and definitely on Friday, I called my dad while he was at work. And I was like, dad, I'm not okay. And I was like, I mean, like, I'm fine, but I'm not. And here's the thing. It's just that this, like, school is all I've known for 12 years, pretty much. And it's kind of terrifying, you know? Like, I am a creature of routine. I don't have a routine, but, like, going to school every day, I think that counts as a routine, you know? I'm very lucky for my education. And I'm very grateful for it. But here's the thing. This is all I've known for 12 years and now it's gone and now I need to find a job and I'm kind of scared, you know? Like it's so freaky for something to end. I would say it's bittersweet, but it's kind of just bitter. But at the same time, I'm happy about it. Well, I'm not, but I feel like if I told my grandma this, she'd be like, you should have failed your math test or something so you could have stayed in it. And I'd be like, no, that's disgusting. I don't want to do this again. My dad said, I should change my age, I don't think you can, and start again as a freshman. And I'm like, that's disgusting. I'd never want to do this ever again. Like, I'm done. Just because I miss it doesn't mean I want to do it again. And also, it doesn't mean that I want to go to college to continue schooling. Because schooling just is not for me right now. I'm very lucky for the opportunities I've had that school has provided. But school just is not for me, even though... I do excel in school. Like, I always try my best. I'm a, Lots of people would see me as a teacher's pet, I think. But, um, I don't know. I just try my best. I try not to get in people's ways like the teachers. I try to help them as much as possible because I know this must also suck for them, you know? So, but I would not do it again. And I do not want to continue schooling at this moment. Like I said, I don't know in the future. Who knows? But, um, for now, I'm good. Just a little shocked. I haven't cried since Friday, I, I don't think. If I did, it was probably for something else, but I don't think I did. Um, and then Saturday, we had our beach banquet thing for choir. And we had some of the alumni from last year come because they never got a party. So we decided to invite them, and that was fun. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. I'm very happy. At first, I felt lazy and kind of didn't want to do it. And then I got into it, and we started planning it, and it seemed like fun. And it was, and that was a wonderful, amazing time. And I was so happy to see everybody for lots of the people there. It was my first time, like, talking to them in person for the first time. So I was very happy about that. And then I drove Melissa home after that, and it was fine. The only thing is, I'm kind of dumb. I should have asked, like, Melissa or Gabby to come with me, but I parked a street away from the beach, and I walked alone through, like, the neighborhood to get my car, and I I felt terrified, but that's okay, you know, we live, we laugh, we learn, we cry, we sob, but I was like, I should have asked someone, and then when I got home, I was like, guys, you know, I was actually kind of scared, and Gabby's like, I should have gone with you, I'm so sorry, I'm like, no, I didn't even ask, like, it's okay, it's not your fault, it's my fault for not asking, but apart from that, everything was completely fine, it was actually all fine, So I just walked a little bit faster through that little neighborhood until I got to my truck and I ran in because I've been watching way too much Criminal Minds. Oh, and this past week, I think I've fallen more and more in love with Matthew Gray Goobler. 
My love for that man is unmatched. But I've decided, you know, I probably most likely can't be with him, okay? But if I can't be with him, then I need to become him. I need to incorporate a little bit of him into myself because... I mean, I love him for a reason. It's not just because he's handsome. It's because he, he has a crazy awesome personality from what I've seen. So he's literally like a light in my life. No, I'm just kidding. I think in most people's life, like if you're a fan of him, it's because you know that he's funny. He's outgoing. He just seems like a good person to be around. He seems like a ray of sunshine that's sarcastic and hilarious, I think. Me thinks. So I need to be that. You know, I want to be that ray of light. I already am. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, no. But my graduation is this Wednesday. It is Monday right now, obviously. I just wanted to put out one more podcast episode before May ends so I could at least have three per month. I mean, it should be four, but I'm very much slacking. Um, Yesterday, I was going to do a podcast, this podcast episode, and I was going to do a YouTube video, but... I was so out of energy and I don't know, I have been out of energy a lot. And tomorrow I have to wake up early. Well, not too early. It's literally not early at all. But I have to be at school at 1030 for the graduation rehearsal. And then the graduation is coming up. And I'm excited. But also, (laughs) I got my, I ordered some new shoes for myself. And they came in the mail. And they're platform docks. But they're like Oxford's. Um... I kind of broke them in this week. I've been wearing them a lot. I think they came on Thursday and I've been wearing them nonstop at home. And I'm like, should I wear those? But I'm so scared that I might fall on my face or that they just might not look pretty. But you know, who cares about looking pretty? No one. And I'm thinking of wearing them with my dinosaur socks, but we'll see. That would really be a statement and I think that's hot. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, I wish you guys love. Lots of lots of love and rest and yummy meals. And this podcast isn't over. I don't know why I'm saying that. I just had a moment of appreciation for you guys. Hi. I don't remember what I was saying. I think I said the thing I say in every podcast episode. That if you hear background noises, it's not my fault. I'm sorry. I, I think at the beginning when I was making this potty episode, I was like, I think here's the thing is my catchphrase, like, the words, here's the thing, because I do say that a lot, but I feel like in every single episode, I say, if you hear that, that's not my fault, if you hear cars, or helicopter, or the dog, it's not my fault, (laughs) because you know what, it isn't, so, okay, we're gonna get on to the movies, I love movies, and also, I was thinking about making a full podcast episode, just reimagining Bridgerton because I saw it and it kind of sucked but it was also kind of good like I actually hated it but it was also very pretty to look at I just feel like if I was on the writing team even though it's based on a book I could have made it a hundred times better so I'm this close to making a potty episode on it but I don't know oh yeah I don't remember what I was talking about before I got interrupted but I guess I'm just gonna not remember that Okay, anyways, we're going to go into my favorite movies, or the movies I don't like so much, or, I don't know, I have no idea, let's, let's get into it. First of all, first I was afraid, 
I was petrified. Okay. When quarantine started, I got into, like, this rhythm of watching kind of old movies again. I still kind of do it once in a while, but it was, it happened a lot at the start of quarantine. And I got into watching Princess Diaries 1 and 2, Enchanted, Alice in Wonderland, Mulan. Yes, those are the ones I watched on repeat pretty much, and those are my favorites. Oh wait, but then two other ones that I watched during that time, but were kind of newer to me, was Pride and Prejudice, the 2005 version. We all know I love that one. And the cat in the hat. Here's the thing. It was kind of new. Like, it was like a new feeling of watching the cat in the hat. I have seen it. I saw it when I was a child. But when I was a kid, it made me feel so uncomfortable. Like, it it literally kind of... I don't know if it was it grossed me out or it made me feel scared. I have no idea. But now I love that movie and it's one of my favorites. So, that was another one. So, it was kind of like watching it again for the first time because it was on Netflix. I'm like, I don't know. Should I? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. And I loved it. I loved it so much. It was so good. So good. Another one that's good. And this isn't like if I'm in a girly mood. No, it's just like these are my comfort movies. It was Mulan. Mulan 2 isn't that good. I'm sorry. But Mulan 1 slaps. Princess Diaries and Princess Diaries 2 are both equally good to me, actually. When I was younger, I liked the second one better because I love the love interest with Chris Pine. But now I like both of them. I grew to like the first one. It's very nice. Her friend really annoys me in the first one, Lily. But, like, I grew to like her, you know? Like, she kind of has a mini character arc. I love Enchanted. Forever and ever and ever. It's so good. Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey, James Marston, Marston, okay, and Dana Menzel. It's really an all-star cast. <gasps> Susan Sarandon, me thinks. It's so good. It's all-star cast. It's beautiful. I love the music. I wouldn't even consider it a musical because there aren't a lot of musical numbers in it. Like, there's not a lot, but um, it's very good. And from that, I kind of just, I forgot about this movie, but, like, I didn't write it down. I'm looking at my long list. But, um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That one is so good. Ooh, and from that, also, Clockwork Orange is also pretty good. It's one of my favorites. I can't watch it too much. Just like I can't watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show too much. But, um, like, those aren't ones that I could watch over and over and over again, back to back. But I do love them. Like, they're very, very good. Another one that I also love very, very much, but don't watch all the time, because this one's pretty long, um, is Zodiac. I think that one's very good. Who does that have? It has um, Robert Downey Jr., Jake Gyllenhaal. I think that's how you say his name. It's very good. Very lovely. Also, at the beginning of quarantine, I also watched lots of films, and I rated them. So I have a whole list of movies here with ratings on them. I don't think you guys want to see... I feel like you guys would fight me for my ratings on them, but um, that's okay. No worries. The only guilty pleasure movie that I would have is He's Just Not That Into You. I think it's a very good movie, 
<laughs> I think that... Actually, no, I don't. But also, I do. The only thing that I like about it is the main couple. I like Gigi and Alex. I love Justin Long as an actor. Gigi, kind of irritating, but that's like her character, you know? And I feel like she plays it very well. And I'm sad to say I see a little bit of myself in her. But that's why this is a guilty pleasure. I don't think it's a great movie. I actually hate most of the characters. I feel like the only other characters that I don't hate... I don't hate Drew Barrymore. And I don't hate Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck's storyline right there. Like, they're a cute couple. Even though they're not together for most of the story. But they're cute. Um, And Drew Barrymore, she's unproblematic. I'm sorry, but like, no problems there. The characters I do hate. What's his face? I think it's another Brad, but he's, I don't like him at all. Like in any movies. He has a very punchable face. Brad. Well, I also don't like Brad Pitt, but that's not the Brad I'm looking for. I cannot remember his name. But he has an affair with Scarlett Johansson's character, and I also hate Scarlett Johansson's character in here, and I also forgot her name. You know why? Because they're irrelevant to this story. It's kind of a horrible story. Like, I hate them. They are both. They both suck. They're both to blame here. Not just the guy. No, no, no. She knew he was married, and I don't like cheating. We all know how I feel about that. So, I hate that storyline. Jennifer Connelly, she just, she's kind of annoying. I'm sorry. She's the one that gets cheated on. But, I don't know. I'm happy for her at the end. But, um, she's kind of annoying, too. They're all annoying. See? I just like my main character couples right here. And that's it. Also, the other thing that I realized, from the first podcast episode, the person I was talking to, I was talking about movies with them, right? Like, if you heard it, you heard the first potty episode. But, um... One thing I was talking about, I was like, this is a guilty pleasure movie because also I don't really like guilty pleasure, like the word, because that means if you like something, then it's not that good. And it's kind of like you're embarrassed to like it and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. This seriously is a guilty pleasure movie because it's not the best movie ever. Like it kind of sucks. I think the acting's pretty good. Like I hate the characters I think I'm supposed to hate. Um, I don't care about the writing. Like it is what it is. I just like the main characters. And their love story. Um, And I love Justin Long. But here's the thing. Here's one thing that I realized. When did I hang out with this friend? In February? I realized this in February. Oh, also, I watched this movie for the first time last year when I was watching new movies. And at the exact same time, I watched Pride and Prejudice, I think. I think I said that wrong. Pride and Prejudice, yes. I watched them around the same time. Like, the same two days in that span I realized this February, I'm like, this movie does not have a lot of people of color in it at all. Like, there are no... Actually, I don't think there are any Asians whatsoever. I don't think there are any Mexicans. Oh, wait. The construction workers are Mexican, obviously. Love that stereotype, you know? I I don't care. But, um, there are also no... Actually, there are black people, but if you've seen the movie... You know how the movie's called He's Just Not That Into You? There's little segments in between, like, different plot lines that kind of relate to each plot line. They're like, if he's not blah, 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 if she's not texting you back, if he's not having sex with you, and it's, like, two people or one person commenting, it's, like, 
they're not important to the story. It's they're just there to make like quick segments on the topics. You really have to see it to understand. But there's only like two black women in this movie, and I was like, what the heck? And I told the guy from like the first Pondy episode, I'm like, I realize that, which is so such a shame. I, actually, this movie's kind of trash, but um, um, I was like, kind of really sucks, and I kind of just started realizing. Growing up, I had some Mexican women on film that I could look up to, you know? Like, I never... And also, I had, like... I don't know. I was going to say tan skin, but that doesn't matter. On the type of skin privilege I have, it's very privileged right here. I'm white, I guess. Right? Okay. So, I've never had the problem with having to have a character to relate to. Like, I, I always saw myself represented on the screen. Like, if I could be like, oh, I choose that character, and I could be that character. Like, if I saw a movie with my friends, and they'd be like, I'll be this person, you be that person, I'll be this person. You know? Like, you have someone that represents you. And I've always had that, and I kind of just realized, like, what what would a little black girl represent? Like, she wouldn't be seeing that movie. But there's, that's... Like, it hit me, like, that representation in film, like, I really started digging into it. Like, I always heard it, and I was like, yeah, I get it. But this time, it actually really hit me, and I was like, but what if a little girl was watching this, and she didn't see anyone that looked like her on the screen? And that, like, it made me realize how important that is. I know it took me a while to get there, but I got there, okay? And I just think that that's an important lesson to learn. And when I told the guy, I'm like, I do like the film, but I realize that there are no people of color, you know, in this movie. And he was like, so? And I was like, oh, well, I just think it's kind of important to have that representation. He's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was like, okay. Like, it's fine. We'll have our own opinions. But I mean, I was like, (laughs) that's a little interesting. But it even took me a while to get to that point. Like, I always knew, but it took a while for me to actually physically get it through my skull. Like, not just see the words, but understand them. So, see, that's one lesson I got from a kind of not-so-great film. But, um, yeah, I like it. The Cat in the Hat, like I said. It's too hot. I was under the blanket again. I took it off. Okay, The Cat in the Hat. I love it so much. I feel like if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that. I think I started off this year, like in January, starting off a poll, being like, have you seen this? What are your thoughts? I feel like m- most people like it. To be completely honest, most people do. And I asked why or why not. The people that said no, like two of them said they didn't see it or like they haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Another girl I know. I like her. She's in choir. She said, um, the color tones in that movie are horrible. It's ridiculous. And I get it. Like, I, it's a very wacky film. It's, like, green with purple and pink. It's, like, a very weird color combo. I love it, though. And I love the cat, and I love Mike Myers, and it's amazing. We all know I love Pride and Prejudice. I love Mr. Dole. See, I can quote it. It was funny. I don't know if I said this in the last potty episode, but, um, actually, I'm sure I did, but I think it was the day before my birthday, my mom and I were watching Pride and Prejudice in Spanish, and as they were saying the words in Spanish, I was quoting it in my head in English, 
because I've seen it so many times that I remembered the words. What can I say? It's a masterpiece. It's so good. And also, I saw Emma a while ago. When did I get it? Like, uh, two months, maybe? I wouldn't say one month. It's definitely been more. I just say one, no, two to three months? Two. I have no idea where I'm going with this. But Emma was such a good movie. I love it so, 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 so much. Honestly, it's kind of like Pride and Prejudice. My dad wouldn't really like it. They like very action packed movies with violence and stuff. I'm not a fan of those. Those kind of give me anxiety. But um I love calming ones and I also really love cinematography, which is also why my dad and grandma and like why they wouldn't enjoy it cuz they like I don't know, like they're very used to like high action. I don't know, violence, fast-paced scenes, quick I don't know. But with Emma and Pride and Prejudice, it's very slow. Not like slow to the point where it's boring, but they tell a story in such a way. I don't know. And then like with the cinema, have I been finishing all of my thoughts with I don't know? I'm going to punch myself, but it's okay. It's okay. I feel like both of these movies have beautiful cinematography. And I just know that my dad doesn't really appreciate the cinematography as well as like the action in it. So that's why he would probably be bored watching these, but... These bring me happiness, and they make me feel at peace, and yes. Another movie I love, Legally Blonde. It's so good. I remember being in AP Human Geography my freshman year, listening to the Broadway musical Legally Blonde, and yeah, it helped me study, because you know, she's studying to get a lawyer, she's kicking her butt to learn these things, and she's like reaching the top, you know, she is very smart in her own way, like it's very good, she's using her knowledge to her advantage, and it made me feel smart, so it made me want to study, very good, very good. One of my absolute all-time favorites is Alice in Wonderland, not the cartoon, the cartoon literally sucks, I'm sorry, I tried to watch it the other day because I love the like 2009 or 10 version so much by Tim Burton but I try to watch the cartoon and even since I was little I've never liked it and I could see why except this time it just creeped me out I was like what the heck I'm sorry it's so weird but the live action one is so good I can also quote this a lot and I could also quote the cat in the hat a lot but um yes it's just very good I like it but I yes I like it very much And another one that I like is a little bit on the other side, kind of like the Zodiac era. Like, not era, but like that genre type of thing. I love Silence of the Lambs. I think it's very good. It's kind of... It depends on my mood. This is what my YouTube video is going to be about. Not like rating movies, but um, dressing up as... Not characters, but you know like after you watch a movie or read a book or listen to music, you kind of get into a certain type of vibe... And then you kind of start dressing like that for a week and then it dies down and you get into a different vibe. Like when I watch different movies, I get different vibes. I want to dress certain ways based on the movies. And that was, I hit myself in the face. (laughs) But that's what the video is going to be about. I'm sure I'll still make it. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I just, I've been very low energy recently. But uh, Silence of the Lambs is very good. It's kind of in my criminal minds type of genre thing where I feel like I want to be in the FBI. I watch Zodiac. I like Silence of the Lambs. 
I really liked Usual Suspects. If you've never seen that, that's like a 10 out of 10 movie. Even if you find the beginning kind of boring, the ending, like, it's so worth it for the twist at the end. It's so good. And I haven't seen it since the first time I saw it. But honestly, I don't need to see it again. I just, you know. A movie that I didn't like so much was Seven. And I know not lots of people like this movie. And... I could see why. I really like the concept, but I don't like the way they played it out. Um, I like Morgan Freeman. I don't really like Brad Pitt, but I didn't really like their characters in this. Didn't care for Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, if you've seen it, I don't care what happens at the end. Casey, nah. No, that's not. That's a YouTuber. <laughs> um, What's-his-face is also in this. I feel like it just could have been so much better if I had written it. Yes. I'm not egotistical. I'm just saying it was kind of trash. (laughs) I'm sorry if you like this. But honestly, I feel like it was such a good idea. Like, I do think it was great. Like, solving a, like, what is it? Like, solving a serial killer mystery thing based on the seven sins. The Seven Deadly Sins, like, that would be such a good plot line. I just feel like they executed it so badly. So I gave that one a 3 out of 10. <laughs> like, like I, I saw potential. But kind of like Bridgerton, I feel like it was... It could have been better if it was done by me. That's all I have to say. Um, I also... Red Dragon, I gave it a 1 out of 10. I think it's supposed to be, like, the story before... Wait. Yes. No. I think it's supposed to be the story before Silence of the Lambs. So, when my dad showed it to me, I th- I don't know if I just went in with such a high expectation for it because I love Silence of the Lambs so much, or if it was just trash. I gave it a 1 out of 10. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go down the list. No, probably not. It's too long. I saw too many movies at that point. But, um... I kind of like the ending, but also not so much. I didn't care for any of the characters. I like movies where they're well-written. The cinematography is kind of nice, depending on, like, if it's CGI or just... I don't know. It depends. I The actors have to be good. The, I like music scores. Like, that also helps bring you into the atmosphere of the movie. And what else? Oh, yeah. I just like it so much better, whether it's a good or sad story or suspenseful. I think it's a hundred times better if the director or the writer or the actor is like, you have a connection to the characters, like you build an emotional connection. It doesn't mean they have to be your favorite character, but it just means that if they were to die in the movie, you'd be like, no, no, like you'd be upset. But for some of these movies, like if that person were to die, I'd be like, I don't care. Even if they were like the protagonist, I'd be like, I I never built an emotional connection, and that's not on me. That's on them being written poorly, you know? Like, the writers and directors didn't make me want to care for that character. This is how deep I look into movies. Also, you could look at my favorite movies and be like, really? (laughs) You don't like movies that much if those are your favorite movies. Well, you know what? These bring me comfort. (laughs) Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I saw it, and it was, like, I think it was... 80s it looked 80s maybe 90s i think it was 80s killer clowns from outer space it was i don't want to say funny i honestly don't really remember it but um it did scare me because i don't know clowns don't really scare me but i mean like if something's invading where you live i get freaked out (laughs) but um 
It was okay. I don't remember. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I think I gave it a 10 out of 10 because it was so bad. It was so bad that it was funny, you know? So it wasn't so bad that it sucked. No, no, no. It was so bad that it was funny. Yeah. I gave that a 10 out of 10. I also gave Zodiac. The first time I saw Zodiac, I know I already talked about this, but the first time I saw it, I gave it a 7 out of 10 because I think that one's like three hours long. But then I saw it again and I gave it a 10 out of 10. I feel like they kind of stretched it out a bit. But saying that it's based on a true story, you know, you can't go the way you want it to. You can't really change things. I'm Well, I mean, you totally can. But um, the way they made this film, I think it's very good. I think the actors were on point. I cared for the actors, you know. I think it was very well written. The cinematography was great. Silence of the Lambs. See, now I'm just going down the list. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I also saw The Cinderella Story and The Incredibles. I gave Cinderella Story with Hilary Duff a 10 out of 10. I think it's great. Honestly, it takes me back to my childhood. The Incredibles, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, Honestly, don't get mad at me. Well, you can't. I don't care. A lot of movies that I kind of used to like when I was younger... Or maybe not, like, I don't know. I remember loving The Incredibles, and it's still a good film. But now when I watch them, they just bore me. So I'm sorry, but for The Nightmare Before Christmas, I gave it a 6 out of 10. It's good, and I love the music. It just kind of bores me now. The Incredibles, I also gave it a 6 out of 10. Same reason, like, it's good. It just kind of bores me. Mulan, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Mulan 2, I gave a 4 out of 10. Princess Diaries, 10 out of 10. Lady Bird, 10 out of 10. It was good. 8th grade, I gave it a 7 out of 10, but honestly, it might be a 10 out of 10. I haven't seen it in a while, but I also haven't seen Lady Bird, but um, I'll give them both 9 or 8 out of 10. They kind of remind me of each other just at different ages and at different times, you know, because one was early 2000s and the other one is like 2016, 2017. And one's in 8th grade and one's graduating high school. But I think they're both good at telling their own stories. Then, Ella Enchanted, I gave it an 8 out of 10. It was good. Like Anne Hathaway. I love Anne Hathaway. And here's the funny thing. I'll get to that. Give me three movies. Enchanted, I gave it 10 out of 10. Actually, I'll skip the next movie. But Alice in Wonderland. The only thing I don't like about this is Anne Hathaway. I'm so sorry, and that's so weird for me to say because, you know, I love Princess Diaries. I do like Ella Enchanted, and I love Anne Hathaway. I think she's beautiful. I think she doesn't age. I think she's a decent person. I don't know her, but, you know, from what I know, she seems cool. I hate her in Alice in Wonderland. She ruins it for me. Like, she looks like a good white queen, but I hate, I absolutely hate her voice. It sucks. I'm so sorry. I feel like she switches her accents too much in this. Um... Like, I just hate the way she acts in this overall. Like, I like her look, but I also hate the way she acts in this movie in particular. Like, this was not her movie at all. And I feel like lots of people disagree with me. They're like, she looked beautiful. I'm like, yeah, well, she sucked at acting in this. I don't know who she was trying to play. I feel like she was, like, torn between how she wanted to act it because... I don't know. I feel like she was trying to be quirky in this. I'm like, this is not the time. Hathaway, get out. I literally want to lose my mind. I'm switching positions. I can't live like this. Okay. But there's a point in this film where she's talking in her accent and she's, I don't know what type of, it's not, 
Is it an English accent? I have no idea. But then she does something and she goes, that should do it until like her regular voice. And I'm like, no, shut up. Why would you break character? It literally ruins the whole movie for me. If you disagree, you're dumb. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. But I just, I hate that so much. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. I didn't used to watch it as a kid. Only the first one. And then I think I saw On Stranger Tides with my mom in theaters. And I did like it. I just didn't watch the rest. Because I know there are a couple. And I haven't seen the latest one. But I saw the first one again. Because my love for Keira Knightley was ignited through Pride and Prejudice. And I wanted to see her in something else. And I saw Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's great. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I do like it. I like it a lot. It should be 10 out of 10. But I feel like it's kind of drawn out a bit. Like it is. I think it's over 2 hours long. But honestly, it's really good. I watch it. I'd watch it again. Like, I've already seen it two or three times by choice. So, I'm going to skip the other ones. Going to skip those. Not important. Done. Went there. Okay, like I said, Emma, really good. Didn't give it a rating. I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget to talk about it here. I love Anya Taylor-Joy. And I liked... Freddie Johnny Flynn. His name is Johnny Flynn. I don't know why I said Freddie. I was probably thinking about Frank Churchill, which is an actual character. But um, Johnny Flynn, he's good. I like the song he wrote for the ND credits too. I think the costumes were good. I don't know about historical accuracy, but I like the costumes, the cinematography, the writing, the way they acted it out. Lots of people say that they, oops, <laughs> lots of people say that they didn't like the way they portrayed this story, because, you know, there are different versions of this movie, but, um, I did, it's the only version I've seen, and I loved it, I think it was fantastic, Legally Blonde, been there, done that, talked about it, very good, then Dead Poet Society, here's the thing, I love this movie so, 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 so much, Robin Williams is in this, and I think his name is, I forgot his name, I don't know, but, um, it's so good. It's so fantastic, and it's one of my favorites. And I love it with my whole heart. And I love the message. I feel like every time I see the movie, there's a new message that I get from it. And I see, like, in every scene. Like, the last time I saw it, I don't watch it a lot, and I'll tell you right now. But the last time I saw it, in every scene that I saw, there was a new message to take away from the movie, you know? I feel like the main thing to take away is carpe diem, you know, live your life to the fullest, which is basically, carpe diem is a fancy way of saying YOLO, I think, and, you know, he says, make your life, like, make your life extraordinary, he's like, you had your whole life, blah, 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 like, it's just, throughout the whole film, every character is always saying something that I feel like everyone should just take to heart and use to live their lives, you know, like, that should be their motto, like, you could choose any line in the movie and be like, yes, even the line where he says, it's God, he says that we should have girls at Walton, or Dalton, no, Dalton's from Glee, right, Walton, yes, I think it's Walton, but, um, it's so good, the reason I don't watch it a lot is because it makes me cry too much, and here's the thing, have these movies make me cry too much just because how much I love them, but this one really makes me cry. If you've seen it, you know why. If you haven't, I recommend it. It's very good. It's just about a group of guys that go to boarding school, pretty much. And 
it's their lives and it's very heart-wrenching to me. It means a lot to me. It's one of my favorite films and I just can't watch it a lot because it's that good. Because it kills my heart a little bit every time. Then we have Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Here's the thing. (laughs) I hate Scott Pilgrim. I feel like we can all agree that even though he's the main character, he's also the worst character. And that was kind of the point of this movie, you know? Like, it's a universal knowledge that he is the worst character. And if there's any person that comes up to me that I could be on a date with and they're like, No, yeah, he's my favorite character. I'd be like, No. No, that's disgusting. Get away from me. That's horrible. Why would you say that? Why would he be your favorite character? I feel like every other character beats him out. But also, here's an unpopular opinion. I also don't like Ramona Flowers. I also don't like her character. I don't. My hate for her is not big. I don't even hate her. I just don't like her at all. I kind of hate Scott Pilgrim. But um, they both suck, is my opinion. And I also feel like people that actually study this movie would also agree with me. If you look in the comments of any YouTube video of, like, a scene with them, they people fight about this, but most people agree that they're both bad people and that they do belong to each other. Like, they're great for each other because they both suck. Um, my favorite characters, honestly, I love Envy. I think she... Uh-oh. Hee-hee. <laughs> um... I love Envy Adams. Perfect. I love Black Sheep. I think it's awesome. She's great. Um, I think she's funny. The vegan guy. I don't know who that is. But I love the actor. The actor was in a Hallmark movie. I was like, that actor is like hot. And I was like, what movie has he been in? I swear I know him. Yeah, it turns out he was in a Hallmark movie. One of my favorite Hallmark movies. I think it's called The Nine Lives of Christmas. And I love it because it has to do with cats. <laughs> Um, and it's great. It's a cute little story. I'll get into Hallmark movies in a bit. But, um, yeah, I love Envy Adams. I love the vegan guy. But he's not a favorite character. I just, he's cool. Um, another one. Actually, I love the rest of the women in this movie. I love Envy Adams. I love Kim. I love Knives. I like his sister. I forgot her name. I have a feeling it's Stacy, but I'm not sure. I also love the song Stacy's Mom, but we don't talk about that. Um, I love the sister, and I love Wallace. I think Wallace is one of the only guys that I like. Actually, I like Young Neil, too. Young Neil and Knives were so cute. I just feel bad that Knives didn't like him. Like, she was using him. But honestly, they would have been very adorable together. I Like, I saw a clip of them, and I'm like, he, they're so cute. But, I mean, yeah, I guess not. I feel like they both could do good on their own, then, you know? I feel like... If she would have lost feelings for Scott and would have not cared, they would have been cute together. You know, if she wasn't focused on trying to make him jealous. But whatever. I think everyone's a better character than Scott and Ramona. Yes. Moving on. The movie flipped. <laughs> Here's the thing. This movie makes me cry a lot. It's so innocent and precious. And I think it takes place in the 50s. I'm pretty sure it does. It's just adorable. I used to have the biggest crush on Bryce. I can't say that anymore now because I'm 18. But um, I did used to have a big crush on him. I used to think he was the cutest character ever. And Julie, she also annoyed me when she was a kid. But as, you know, as she grew older, I started to like her. And, you know, it's just a cute movie. 
it's so adorable, it's so precious, and I recommend that everyone goes to see it. It's not too long, and it's it's a good watch. Then, here's the movie Clueless. Here's the thing, I can't watch it too much now, because I saw it so much in, like, middle school and the beginning of high school. Because, you know, I've always... You, I've always been obsessed with, like, high school movies, but I watched them so much that I got over it, and I'm like, ugh, another one? Stop it. I'm so dumb with them. But, um, Clueless was good, you know? It's always good. I, it's like, um, a modern version of Emma, and I did see it before Emma, obviously, but, um, it was good. I did like it. I liked it a lot, um, when I was a fan. Now I'm kind of tired of it, but it is a good movie, I think. Me thinks. And then another, another, why did I say that's so weird? Another movie that falls into the category of high school movies that I used to watch a ton and I don't really watch now. Like, I, I watch them so much I physically can't bear to watch it anymore because I watched it so much. Perks of Being a Wallflower. I think this is a fantastic movie. The soundtrack is impeccable. <laughs> and then I do like all of the characters I think it's very good I think it's a well-made film I read the book in 8th grade I think I started reading it at the start of quarantine but then I got not bored I just stopped reading that's the thing I want to read but then I don't read too much so that's just because I'm lazy I'd rather fall asleep than read which is sucks because I really like reading I feel like once I read, like, three pages, then I'm hooked, you know? And I'll keep reading. But it takes a lot for me to even pick up a book. Yep, that's me. Um, but Perks of Being a Wallflower was really good. I know I mentioned this before, but it, um, the day when I... I think I mentioned it in my Overthinking Podcast episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go roller skating with my friends, but I couldn't because I didn't have a ride. And my dad was like, I'll take you. And I was like, no, never mind. I don't want to go because I'm not going to have any friends and blah, blah, blah. This was my sophomore year of high school. And then that night I started crying because I was like, I overthink too much and I don't let myself live. And I get in my own head and I, I'm i my own blockage. Like, I'm not letting myself have fun and live life. And then I put on this movie while I was sobbing, and I cried even more, realizing that it's all my fault that I don't let myself have fun, and I was like, you know what, I am gonna go. I'm gonna be spontaneous, and I'm, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna have a good time, even if I have to be by myself the whole time. And it was a good time. <laughs> so, I do like this movie. I think it's very good. The only thing that I missed out on when I first saw it, except now it kind of like, I see it, like, it sticks out to me that some people have a problem with, some people don't, to each their own, but it's the fact that Sam was a senior when Charlie was a freshman. If you don't know, if you've never seen it, Charlie is the main character, he's going into high school, and he, he's friends, or these two seniors befriend him, and the two seniors are siblings, it's Patrick and Sam, and the girl Sam and Charlie, like, they kind of start, like, or Charlie has always liked Sam from the beginning. Sam starts to like him, and by the end, they're pretty much together, you know, except I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like at least make him a sophomore or something, and even that would make me uncomfortable. I feel like when you're in high school, age gaps, I don't want to say they're a big deal, but they're kind of uncomfortable. Like, I feel like if you're in, like, 
if you're a sophomore and the person's a junior, okay, that's fine. If the person's a junior and no, 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 like if you're a junior and the person's a senior, that's fine. I feel like if you're a freshman and the person is a senior, that's just a little weird. It really does seem like a power imbalance to me and it kind of makes me uncomfortable knowing how much experience she has had and how how unexperienced not not by that but like well I feel like you could use the fact like he's more mature but it's still a little weird to me it really is even if he was a sophomore and she was a senior that would still be weird I feel like two-year gaps in high school are very strange to me but I mean that's just my opinion if you like them together that's fine I still like them together it just kind of makes me a little uncomfortable to think about that just now from a different perspective being older I I see it in a different way instead of I don't know it's just a little more weird to me and moving on to my last of the favorite movies honestly I might have not even gotten them all but for now that's all I have (laughs) um oh also I saw Cinderella like a month or two ago and it's good I think it's top tier comedy gold um that's it. I feel like it focuses on a little too much on the mice, but it's a cute movie. I just wanted to see what I loved so much as a child, and it lived up to it, I think. Um, moving on to the last one. I'm Like I said, I'm pretty sure I missed stuff, but um, I love Hallmark movies. All Hallmark movies. Except the really stupid ones. Trust me. When you think of Hallmark, you think they're all cheesy. But I don't like the one... I don't like any movies where it's like, I'm not like the other girls. Shut up, you stupid bitch. You're exactly like the other girls. You're just... That's your internalized misogyny talking. I'm so sorry that you have to separate yourself from the pack to feel special, okay? You're not special. No one's special. And at the same time, everyone's special. You just don't have to put down anyone else to do that. Also... I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but one time someone called me a manic pixie dream girl. They said that I gave off those vibes. I'm honored. But also, I was like, ew. <laughs> That's gross. Stay away. And I think that same person called me quirky. Um, thanks. That was interesting. I'm so sorry. I remember being so defensive. I'm like, I'm not a manic pixie dream girl. Here's what I meant. I love being free-spirited and not having to stick up my ass. Because if you look at it, Manic Pixie Dream Girls are pretty dope, you know? I appreciate it. That just means that I'm cool. That I'm very swag. And that I, like I said, I don't have a stick up my ass. I'm very carefree. I'm I'm the most beautiful, sexiest, funniest, swaggiest, coolest. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm the most talented. I'm the light of your life. Yes, I'm that Manic Pixie Dream Girl obviously (laughs) i'm kidding but i do see myself in a very good light um i love that song i love the song new light by john mayer that just came to mind but um i feel like the only part about manic pixie dream girls is that i don't like is that the fact that they're there the way they're written in stories is mainly there to fix the male protagonist and I don't like that. I'm not here to fix anyone. That's not my freaking problem if you have a stick up your ass and don't know how to f- have fun, you know? That's not my problem, and I'm not here to fix anyone. I'm here to have fun and to have friends and to have partners that I don't have to fix. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to the choir here. That's the only reason I was offended by that. Other than that, I think Manic PC Dream Girls are fun. 
except the fact that we're just in movies. Why did I say we're? I'm not part of the trope. Well, I guess. Um, I just don't like the fact that they're used to only fix the guys. But I mean, I mean, some guys do need fixing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. But um, that's my only annoyance with the trope. Other than that, girls are cool. I love girls. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's it. I think those are my favorite movies, or at least all of them. I don't know. Should I make the episode of Reimagining Bridgerton? Who knows? If you have any other podcast potty <laughs> if you have any other potty episode ideas, podcast episode ideas, let me know. Text me, don't be afraid. Please don't be afraid. Okay, now I might be running out of ideas. I feel like I should do one on reimagining Bridgerton. Would you guys find that fun? I don't know. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, amazing night or day. I appreciate you guys so much. Apparently, if you listen to this podcast, don't tell me. Unless you want, like, a new podcast episode, then of course reach out. Or if you have questions, of course reach out. But just to tell me that you listen to my podcast episodes, um, or talk to me about them, please don't. Because I, well, if you have, like, if you want to continue the conversation with me, I, well, no, don't do that. Because then I freak out if I know you listen to it. Um, because now I know that three people listen to it. I know more people, but I don't know specifically who they are. And I think it's better that way, you know? Um, yeah. I hope you have a great day or night. I hope you have a great week or weekend whenever you listen to this. Okay. I hope you eat well, or I hope you ate well. And I love cats. And I love Matthew Gray Goobler. Okay. Bye!